Welcome to I Am Energy. I'm your host, Becca Crow. Come hang out with me each week to align your energy and activate your power. We dive into all things healing with magical guests and chats to elevate your energetic awareness. You will gain so much incredible knowledge and tools to take with you throughout this lifetime. So let's shift your energy and come back into balance this week with I Am Energy. Hello, welcome to this week's episode where you're going to be chatting all things crystals, whether you have a crystal collection already or maybe you don't own any crystals, but you've been a little bit curious about them. We're going to just kind of go through all of the basics. Before I hop into the episode, just a few things I want to mention for little updates. If you're listening to this in October, then the free chakra balancing session that I do every month is coming up. It's on October 17th. 8 p.m. Eastern, so sign up for that. It'll be in the show notes down below. If you can't make the session live, it's honestly always the best to make it live, but if you can't or you have to leave early or whatever, you can catch the replay of it. I basically send it out the day after and you have access to it for seven days to do the healing all over again. So that's a chakra balancing session. Something else that's been worked on is a crystal dictionary to keep in your pocket. If you've ever been in a crystal shop or anywhere that sells crystals, you've probably seen the book, The Crystal Bible. It's such an amazing resource for all things crystals. And I'm always finding like, you know, it's nice to have, like I know most crystal meanings, but it's really nice to have like a quick thing in your pocket to be like, oh, wait, what does that one mean again? Or this one's really attracting me. What's the meaning of this crystal? Like if you're out and about. So this cute little guide, it just downloads right on your phone and basically you have all your crystal meanings right there and it's completely free. So that's also in the show notes for you to download and enjoy. This one, I call it like volume one because I basically did all the crystals that are on my site as well as just like any of my favorites that maybe not aren't there right now, but have been ones on this site. And I'm going to continue adding to it, you know, just as we come across more crystals, more come to mind, all of that. There's so, there's so many crystals to add, but it's a really good start. Like I actually don't know how many, but there's at least like 80 to a hundred descriptions and they're like a nice like sentence or two long. So like right to the point and yeah, just a good like overview of each crystal. I'm also going to be posting some healing sessions and different things like that for us to heal and work together later this week. So you can also check out that if that is something that interests you. But if you're not totally sure, come to the free session. That is like the best way to come. I like to say the free sessions are very much like a maintenance. It's like going to the doctor for a checkup, but for your energy field, like, you know, you do stuff for your body physically. This is what you're doing for your body energetically. And it's a really nice thing to do where when it comes to a one-on-one session, it's much more personalized. We're working on the specific things that you're ready to work on and also things that are intuitively coming up for you. We're getting right to the core, right to the root of various trauma and chipping away at those layers as it's needed in healing. You know, just doing, you know, one chakra balancing session isn't going to go heal like, you know, all this childhood trauma that you've been holding on to, for example. So there's really a time and a place for each kind of session with the one-on-one sessions. You know, we're working on rewiring and focusing in on and bringing awareness to your limiting beliefs and then creating new habits, routines, mindsets, and tools to really make full lifestyle changes with that accountability. 
Anyways, if you do have any further questions, feel free to reach out to me on social media and I'm happy to answer any further questions. But other than that, let's get to this week's episode all about crystals, really everything you need to know. As for myself, I've been into crystals for longer than I realized initially. So I got gifted my first like crystal, I guess, is like an adult and like in this way of things from my mom. Um, several years ago, we've both been on this journey for like 10 years and she found crystals first. So that was like my first is like an aquamarine. But before that was actually in third grade when we had to do a rocks and minerals unit in school. And I was like so fascinated by it. I remember we got to go to like a conservation area and go like searching for rocks. And we did a project on certain, I guess they called it like rocks and minerals. But I remember I had like this little like kit. I found it recently and it has like, you know, chrysocolla and pyrite and quartz and like all of these amazing crystals that I have now. And so it's just like so fun to go back and look. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I remember what my favorite crystal was back then. It was pyrite. And to this day, I have like a massive pyrite piece that sits on my desk beside me as I do my work just to call in like all that abundance and personal power and success. After grade three, crystals, or I guess I should say rocks, kind of came into my life again in a weird way when I was in university. I was in first year and I needed just like one more like random course, I guess, as like an elective. And a guy who had become friends with on my floor, he like convinced a whole group of us to take the earth and how it works, which was essentially like, you know, the creation of earth and then, you know, the formation of plate tectonics, rocks and minerals, so, you know, like metamorphic, igneous, sedimentary, all of those different rock formations. And that's what we learned about. Now, the thing is, I will let you know right now, I was not a good student in first year. I had come from a small town. I moved six hours away to a city. I had always got good grades. I had always done all that. And it was like the first time I was ever free. And I, I let loose, I let loose. And I have no regrets about it because it got me out in the world in a way, like as far as like, you know, just being exposed to new and other things. Like, you know, there's as, mu- as much as education educates you, like book knowledge and stuff. Like, I think it was just important to get out into the world and experience different life situations as well. Ultimately, going out on Thursday night to country night was a much better idea at the time, and I failed the course, but at the as my four years were wrapping up, it was the only course that I had failed. I needed to take some extra things, and so a friend and I did go back and take geology again and passed it with an A. Initially, It was sold to me as from a friend who had no clue about it, that it was this like easy course. And of course, like that's like you, you obviously need to show up to class and and do your work. So anyways, we passed and we actually went and applied ourselves. And then after that rocks and crystals weren't really in my life for several years, but then my mom gifted me one for the last about 10 years. We've both been on this wellness and spirituality journey and crystals found her first and she gifted me an aquamarine crystal so for fun we started going to various gem shows and over time you know seeing the same different vendors and people at these shows started developing like connections and out of that that's where I really started learning about ethical sourcing and this was just for my own interest but understanding you know 
all of these come from mines and like, you know, a lot of parts of the world that certain crystals are come from are less developed and, you know, just like diamonds, the conditions might not be the best. And so it's understanding and having that connection to it and the sourcing of all of it is really important because I mean, if you're, if you're trying to, you know, have this high vibe crystal, but if it doesn't come from, you know, ideal conditions, I just, you know, you're not, you're not getting the best energy. It's absolute best energy, nor are you putting out the best energy because it's putting through people through those conditions to get it, if that makes sense. But that being said, I get people all the time who are like, oh my God, like, I don't know where the crystals I own have come from. Like, what should I do? And it's like, honestly, like just love them. It's not like you need to get rid of them, but it's more just like having that awareness that when it comes to crystals, like just kind of asking like, does this, this, does this person or does this shop feel right to me? And the thing is too, is like the price, like is the price like abnormally low? Because again, it's like buying something from Walmart where, you know, the laboring conditions aren't the best and the way that everything is produced, but you're getting it at a cheaper price. Same kind of goes for crystals, like the whole process behind it. And that's why, um, you know, a higher quality ethical, more ethically sourced crystal is not going to be probably the cheapest crystal you see on a site. Not to say it has to be the most expensive either. I also want to mention to say it's like a really rare crystal like Moldavite or, you know, even just a crystal like Malachite. I see a lot of this is fakes. So also knowing where you're ordering from, I had some people like message me in the past be like, oh, like I get my crystals on like wish.com. And I was like so curious to see like what kind of crystals would come from there. And so I ordered some like Malachite and like different ones. And like, I was like, these are like the most fake stones ever. Like, yeah, they were cheap, but like they're fake. They weren't even real crystals. And like I ordered like several different ones to see and they all were. So, so yeah, again, just using your intuition. Does this like feel like a legit crystal of good energy and vibration to me you know you always check out a site check out a store and like get more info but also just like you know does this feel right to me so yeah crystals have their own vibration they were formed you know forever ago they are now dug out in mines around the world and can be found but they're not only used just for aesthetic for spiritual type things they're also used in all throughout our technology. So, you know, your computer, your cell phone, a lot of the devices, a watch, like a lot of your devices that you use every day contain quartz crystal. Quartz crystal is a crazy conductor of energy. The way that in a quartz watch, when it's like an actual quartz watch, the way that the quartz is cut, it's what allows the watch to function and allow the hands to turn in a perfect, 60 second minute and that's from the power of quartz crystal from the vibration it knows what that 60 second minute is which is pretty crazy and again all the other technology as well as far as from an energetic perspective goes crystals are a great tool to keep you present to help you get more clear to change your frequency achieve your goals set intentions and even help heal physical ailments within the body. If you're in a store buying a crystal, you know, 
you might be drawn to one as soon as you walk in or even like online at a shop. There might be something that just draws you instantly. Maybe it's the color. Maybe it's the look of it. Um, but I always say to people like when it comes to picking crystals, like, yes, of course you can ask like, what's good for this? What's good for that? But I always love it when just seeing like what crystals people are the most drawn to because your energy does know what it needs. It's super interesting. Like right now, I'm super attracted to orange calcite, like a deep orange color. And like for months before I was like, ew, like I don't like orange. And it just changes like kind of based on what your energetic body needs, what your emotions need, what your chakras need. It's going to help balance all of that. And I mean, if you don't believe in crystal energy and you have crystals or you're around crystals and have a pet, you will see how much they can feel it. So my cat Kev, call him Crystal Kevy. He's actually loved crystals from day one. I remember him being a kitten and having a rose quartz, like setting it beside him and him like taking a full nap, like wrapped around it, like obsessed. And just like over the time that I've had him, there's been like certain crystals that like, yeah, like he'll be super drawn to. Like I'll just like notice, like it'll be one that he'll like nap by or just like keep touching or things like that. So he actually has five of his own crystals. It is so cute because there's his favorite crystal, I always say, is the Amazonite. And he will be like in his bed at all times with his paw on top of this Amazonite crystal. It's adorable. So a question I get asked a lot about crystals is cleansing crystals. And the thing is, is this is a very controversial topic, I would say, in the crystal community is do you need to cleanse your crystals? And I see both sides to it. You can form what you think, and I'll kind of give it a little insight onto what I think about this. So, I mean, I do believe, you know, as a crystal is going through, you know, going from the mine, it's in the hands of that person, then, you know, it ends up at a wholesaler, then it ends up, you know, being touched by other people, then it ends up to me, and then it ends up to you. That's where I'm like, you know... Yes, I do believe like just cleansing off the energy of other people is important at the end of that process, like as it gets to you or as it gets, you know, I buy a crystal and it gets to me. It's important to do like, it's kind of like an initial cleanse, I would say, to clear off all energy that it's gathered from before. But people also say, you know, that crystals have been a part of this earth. They contain all these amazing magical elements and minerals that they just don't need to be cleansed. Like they've been around for so long. Like why would you need to cleanse them? For me, I think it comes down to, and I see that too. Like, you know, I'm not out there cleansing my crystals all the time. I probably could cleanse them a little bit more, but I do find cleansing them for me is even just a nice ritual to connect back with them at the end of the day. Like just like you like their energy, they like your energy, like interacting with it. And so, yeah, you can form your own decision with that. But I mean, as far as you know, my own collection. Yes, I do. I do cleanse them. And I also have had a couple instances in the past few months where, you know, I wasn't cleansing certain crystals that were being used a lot or handled a lot or whatever, and they did end up breaking. So that's where I'm like, again, I think you feel out like, does this crystal need a cleanse? You need to do it every day. No, I don't think so. Again, you feel out what feels good for you. But Basically, like, yeah, what happened, like, real quick story is I had this citrine piece. A bunch of my friends were over and they, like, loved it. Everyone was holding it. Like, people were really feeling into it. Like, it was a nice feeling energy. 
And the next day everyone left. I hadn't cleansed it. I hadn't cleansed it. I pick it up, did not like hit it, did not like drop it, did not do anything. It fell apart in my hands. And I was like, how did this like solid large piece just fall apart in my hands like that? Like that doesn't even make sense. That's where I was like, okay, like it definitely took on like a lot of energy. So again, form your own, what you think, uh, as far as how you want to go about that with your crystals and having other people handle them. Okay, so you get a brand new crystal. What do you need to do? Here's what we got to do. First of all, with that crystal, what is the intention that you want to set in this crystal? Is this a crystal that you're going to use to help with your sleep, to help calm your mind, to help with personal power and abundance, to help with grounding, protection? Whatever it is, pick an intention for that crystal. And I always say to people like, yes, it's super fun. Like, you know, you get like a whole bunch of new crystals. You have a bunch of crystals and you want to work with all them. It's great to work with all them, but it's also, there's a lot of power in just picking like one to two crystals for like, say a week or a month and working with those specific, specific ones. Or for example, like I'm sitting here on my computer and I'm holding a obsidian, um, like big obsidian palm stone. And I always leave that one on my desk. So it's kind of like when I'm at my desk, it's providing like the grounding and protection that I, that I personally need. And you know, then there's a, I love how having amethyst and howlite by my bed and I typically sleep with that and moonstone even too. So those intentions are to help with like sleep, restful sleep. I've, I don't remember a lot of my dreams. So I've really been working with moonstone, um, setting the intention to, have more memorable dreams and they're not they've been coming through they're not fully clear yet but it's it's been really cool to play with so that's kind of how I like to do it is almost like you know purse crystals car crystals like just having certain ones that feel good in certain areas because otherwise people are like well how do I remember the intention in this 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 and this and the thing is too is like yes the intention of course of course can change as well um but yeah that's how I like to do it you know I just have my certain ones I like to use for this my certain ones for that the other option to get started is just picking like one single crystal. Like maybe it's a quartz crystal or a rose quartz crystal or whatever it is. And having this be like, you know, set an intention for like a month. Like, you know, I'm stepping into my self-love. I am spent like dedicating more time to self-care or whatever it is. And that becomes your one crystal that you work with for the month. And then like the next month as your energy changes, like you get a different crystal and start working with that one. So a couple different ways you can work with them. Since I do have so many crystals, like as far as like pocket ones, especially what I do is, is, you know, I have my certain ones in my certain areas, but as my collections grown, I also just have like a big bowl that I keep in my room and basically it's all the different pocket crystals. So whenever they've been in my pockets or, you know, different places where I'm cleaning up and I find them, I always put them back in that bowl. And then, you know, once a day or whenever I need, feel like I need it, what I'll do is I kind of, I don't look and I just kind of put my hand in the bowl setting the intention that I'll grab what I need and I might grab one I might grab three I might grab four whatever it is and that's another way that I just kind of like work with my crystals um day to day but anyways yeah back to intention giving them a task is a great way to get started and I would say like if you are getting started don't like overcomplicate it I would say like less is more just to start to start playing with it so you have your crystals, then it's time to cleanse them. If you feel called, as I said, but I do like it as a way, as a ritual to connect with them, even if it's just initially to give them that cleanse. 
as far as cleansing goes, you know, like sage, palo santo, cedar, any of those like kind of smudging cleansing materials are really great. Cleanse and protected products are, you can use as well. The crystal selenite cleanses your other crystals. You can also do like a little salt bed and charge them up that way. You can use water, but just uh, keep in mind that some crystals don't do the best in water. Some are okay just to like run underwater really quick, but anything like kyanite, selenite, lapidolite, just don't handle water. They'll break down and like disintegrate. So I wouldn't recommend putting those ones in water. Water, if you're just not too sure, either like Google it or just don't do the water one. Oh, I have one more to add in that I, as far as cleansing that I couldn't believe I forgot is sound. So any kind of like sound, like cymbals, bowls, uh, chimes, anything like that is also good to cleanse away energy. When you cleanse, set an intention that you're doing cleansing, you're clearing away all energy that's from others that's not serving you that's not serving the crystal uh just connect with it then other than that another great thing to do with your crystals i like to do it on like full moons and new moons just because it's like a good for me i found it like a good and easy routine to get into is doing it at those times but charging up my crystals so you know charging them with either the moonlight charging them with the sun Clear quartz is an amplifier of energy, so it's also going to charge up your other crystals if you put it around clear quartz. If you're new to crystals, this might sound very confusing. It might sound like a lot. Honestly, it's not. Literally, get your crystals, set an intention, give it a nice cleanse, and just enjoy it. Place, you know, use it in the areas that feel good for you, carry it on you, or as I said, like have my obsidian right now in my hand at my desk or the different places around my home or car or office that that feel good for me. So I briefly touched on choosing your crystals and I'll go into that a little bit more. So as I said, like whether it's online or in store and you just feel drawn to a certain crystal, trust that. I mean, you can also read descriptions and see what fits best for you. But I would say like ultimately, whether it's like the color, the look, sometimes you're like, why would I even be attracted to this? But for some reason I am, just trust that just trust that. Don't overthink it. As far as raw versus tumbled, personal preference there. Um, I mean, again, things that you might hear and you can sit with it, how it resonates for you, but a tumbled is a more smooth, gentler energy because it is that soft um, and polished surface. But then the tumbled is like its rawest form that has had like the least like human or like some kind of tool that's been like changing how it looks so again um I would say personal preference ultimately you know though as far as like spheres and pyramids and things like that I'll have to get further into that in another episode this is just going to be like our basics then we'll get we'll get a bit deeper those have some different uh those have some different properties and and meanings as well as far as great starter crystals I'm always getting asked you know what are the best ones? And again, back to preference, but I can tell you like the ones that are the most popular slash I recommend and love using. So you can never go wrong with clear quartz. You can never go wrong with selenite, you know, both char- like cham- chargers, amplifiers, rose quartz. We all could use some extra loving, compassion, energy, black tourmaline or like an obsidian is like very protective. Um, oh my gosh, there's like, what else could... I really love pyrite or like citrine for abundance. 
carnelian for, you know, stepping into your creativity. And the thing is, too, all these crystals, like, some of the properties overlap or they have various properties, but those were just, those are just, like, some... I almost forgot amethyst, which is also such, like, a classic one. Amethyst and um, howlite together are my big one. I said that for, like, sleep and stuff, but also just, like, calming the nervous system, relaxing the mind, easing the, the mind, things like that. So yeah, explore, take a look. Again, you can send us a message as well if there's like something specific you're looking for. So, you know, you've picked out your crystals, you've cleansed them, you've set intentions, you've charged them up. Now what do you do with them? So again, whether it be, you know, by your bed, by your desk, on you, while you're out in public, whatever it is, it's just using them in those ways. There might be certain ones that you feel called to meditate with, again, connect deeper with. Every month I host free chakra balancing sessions. So keep your eye out and just follow along on like whatever platforms for each one each month and bring your crystals along. And I always like encourage people to place them on them, try it out. And then we always like hang out and talk about them after. It's super fun. You can also use crystals for physical things going on as well. So, you know, not just like sleep and stress and things like that, but like, for example, a selenite wand is really great, you know, just to run up your body in certain areas where maybe you're feeling pain or discomfort. When I broke my ankle, I had to get a plate and nine screws put in and selenite was a big one that I was using, um, just like keeping over my cast as I was just laying there and um, giving that that extra support. You know, say you have digestive issues. Digestive issues typically have to do with your solar plexus and sacral chakras, which are orange and yellow. So, you know, finding some orange and yellow crystals or specific ones that have to do with digestion and setting the intentions with those, meditating with them on those spots are, are really great too. I do want to mention though, these are all tools to assist you know, when it comes to things, whether it be emotionally or physically in the body, it's typically because we're holding something within the body that needs to heal. And it typically roots from trauma, generational trauma, past life trauma, inner child trauma, so many things that we go through. And when I say trauma, I don't just mean these massive traumatic experiences that are like huge. These could be like little things like you losing your mom at the grocery store one time because she turned the corner faster and you weren't paying attention. Like it could be things as, as little as that. So crystals are really great tools for assisting in healing or, you know, assisting in what's currently going on. But I do encourage everyone to take a look at what's going on in their body. And then it's like, okay, where does this stem from? Where is this manifesting from? That's where, you know, journaling, working with healers uh, and different modalities like that are super helpful to also ultimately move that energy that's been sitting deep within the body. It's just like, you know, doing one of my free month or chakra balancing sessions or, you know, going to a breathwork class like those. They're really great maintenance for the body. It's kind of like you brush your teeth daily or you go to the doctor for a checkup. Those are all really great tools, just like the crystals to keep your body maintained and in check. But taking everything, that extra layer of healing and really getting to the root is where you're going to start seeing the greatest difference. That's in your overall health, happiness, and well-being, like truly a body, mind, and soul transformation. I can get a lot deeper into this stuff, but as just kind of like a quick crystals 101 episode, I'm not going to dive too deep into this stuff today, but can definitely in certain areas where anyone wants me to get deeper. 
Anyways, I will wrap this up with just a few more crystal things. Some other favorite crystal uses is, well, one big one for me is doing like a home grid. So very simple. You, it could be as simple as taking four crystals, like black crystals or whichever crystals you feel called. I like black protective ones though and placing them in the four corners of your home. To amplify it a little bit more, you could also take like any kind of tower. I like using a clear quartz tower and placing it in the around the center of your home so it's drawing in that energy and keeping that protective barrier. I also think crystal grids themselves are just like really fun activities. So like you can go online and you can look up so many different kinds of crystal grids, but you could also do it with the crystals that you have and just use your intuition and just make like a fun pattern. Um, but basically you're going to have some kind of point generator tower in the middle. You're going to have all your other crystals with the points pointing inward to draw in once again, that energy and visualizing all that energy of all those crystals connecting within that grid and drawing all that energy to you, whatever it is you're manifesting. So I've had a crystal grid set up since the October Lionsgate portal, I had one set up and then one of the recent full moons, I just had to move it because it was sitting outside like getting wet and I had like some pyrite and stuff on it and some pieces that I was like, mm, probably shouldn't be out here. So I moved it and slightly adjusted it and, but yeah, it's been out for like several months now and I've been calling in some pretty big changes and I can definitely say life has been getting shaken up, which always has to happen in order to readjust in the way that you want you know, to call in that new and I can fully say it's been doing that. So I will continue updating you on what's to come with that crystal grid, but I have been feeling shift. If you're someone who takes on a lot of energy from, you know, the people around you and situations, I highly recommend like wearing like a black tourmaline bracelet or wearing a piece of like, yeah, some kind of black crystal. You can get the black tourmaline bracelet on the shop. I never take mine off, but overall just don't take your crystals too seriously I think like crystals are really fun because I almost see them it's like almost like a like a toy is like a kid like it becomes that collection I never really collected too much before that and they're like you know the crystal energy just has really drawn in and they're supposed to be light they're supposed to be fun they're not supposed to be stressful so just like have fun searching see what calls you and just get started from there as I said I started with one single aquamarine piece that was in my car for protection. Um, I have like there's so many, they all have a lot of overlapping, like different properties again, depending on the different minerals and elements that each contain. But yeah, like it's, it's taken me on such a journey from that first piece that I collected. And it just, as I always say, going with an open mind and see, see how it works. For